Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, what are we supposed to believe about the Genesis creation narrative, where God creates the entire universe in just six days? Is this to be interpreted literally and historically? Or is this metaphor in poetry? What should I believe about creation today? Well, this is the Bible today. Hi and welcome. My name is Taylor David Wilkerson, and I'm so thankful that you take some time out of your schedule to spend it with the Bible today. Now, we're going to be beginning at the beginning. The book of Genesis quite literally means the beginning. And the book of Genesis begins the story of God's creation and God's relationship with his creation. Now, today we're going to be specifically looking at Genesis chapter 1, which is a beautiful poem. It's a beautiful piece of ancient Mesopotamian literature that depicts a creating God artistically and intentionally putting together the universe. In fact, right now, if you haven't had an opportunity to read it in a while, I'd encourage you to press pause and to open up your Bible to Genesis chapter 1 and to just take a moment and to read what it is that God created. I want you to pay special attention to how often God calls his creation good. I also want you to pay special attention to the fact that God creates only with his words. He's so powerful and so good that he only needs to speak it. And then it says over and over, and it was so. God said, and it was so. Pay special attention to how much God cares about the beauty and the artistry. Notice not just that God is creating, but notice the order in which God creates. On day one, he creates day and night. On day two, he creates the atmosphere above, or as the text says, the water above and the water beneath. The atmosphere above and the water beneath. On day three, he creates dry ground with vegetation and plants growing out of the ground. Notice how the first three days are forming, kind of like a container. But then that the next three days, in the same order, order are now about filling that container. On day one, God created day and night. So on day four, God filled day and night with the sun, moon, and stars. On day two, God created the water above, or also known as the sky, the atmosphere, and the water below. Notice in day five, God filled the water, God filled the sky with birds above and fish below. On day three, God created dry ground. And on day six, God created his best creation. He created animals, but then God created you and me. God created humankind. Take a moment, read the story. It's absolutely beautiful. But notice something else. Notice how this six-day narrative does not line up with what you and I have been taught in school. Notice how the six-literal-day translation and belief about this text 
Notice how it doesn't line up with anything we've learned in science. Well, why is that? Well, I believe it's because we don't understand the point of the story. It would be so easy to get sidetracked with the questions of whether or not this literally happened and to get into the debates about evolution and science and whether or not science backs up this story or demolishes it completely. And I believe that there's a lot of beautiful scientific-based arguments for the origins of the universe being based in a creator. And I believe that there is a place to study that, but that's for another podcast, another show at another time. The point today isn't to learn how God created the universe. The point of the story isn't to learn how. The point is to learn that God created the universe. See, the entire point of the poem the author wrote for us in Genesis chapter 1 was to teach us and to point us to a creating God who is good, who is loving, and who created with intention. Friend, today, as you read Genesis 1, reflect on the fact that our God, not another God, but that our God, not a process that was struck out of randomness, but that our God created the universe. And if he is the creator, then it means that he is in control. How does this story matter for our life today? Well, if God is creator, it means that he is in control of his creation. Notice how God, he speaks galaxies into existence. With mere words, he, he utters words and light comes out of nothing. With mere words, he forms animals and he forms mankind. With just his words, he speaks things that were not into existence. Friends, God is in control. Today, if you feel like your life is out of control, the good news is, is you know who to go to because you know who is in control. God is in control. If you feel like you're living in chaos with worry and anxiety about things that are beyond your control, go to the one who speaks everything into existence. Go to the creator of the universe. Why does the story matter today? It matters because our God is the creator and our God is in control. Why else does this story matter? Well, the story matters today because it shows us that God doesn't create accidentally, but God creates intentionally. God, the artist, he's not just creating just for fun. No, he is creating and he is doing it on purpose and he even gives purpose to his creation friends what that means for us today is it means that you are not an accident that your life is not an accident but that your life wasn't created accidentally your life was created intentionally by a good and loving god today we can rest in the fact that there is a God, that there is a creator who is for us and not against us. We can find peace in knowing who to go to when our life seems out of control. Friends, today, 
Don't dwell on how. Dwell on who. Dwell on our creator who is in control of everything since the beginning. This is why the creation story matters. This is why Genesis 1 matters. This is why the Bible matters today. So let's go to God. And let's go to Him in prayer. And let's surrender control to the one who is already in control. God, I pray over each and every person listening. God, we are your creation. You didn't create us accidentally, but you created intentionally. And you called it good. God, I pray that we would surrender the how of life as we surrender to who you are. You are in control. So God, would you help us turn to you? Would you speak life into the darkness of our lives? God, would you create beauty from ashes? God, would you come alive in our life today? God, we thank you that you are our creator. God, we thank you that you are good. God, we thank you that you didn't create us accidentally, but intentionally. God, we thank you for your word today. Hey, thank you so much for joining us in the Bible today. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and I'd love to answer any questions you might have about the Bible. In fact, in the podcast description, there's a link where you can go and leave me a voice message where I can answer your questions live on the show. I'd love to answer any questions you might have about Scripture, about God's Word, about how to apply it to your life, or maybe it's difficult or encouraging. Whatever it is, we would love to tackle it with you together. Well, hey, I'm believing that as we continue to open up scripture, that we will be encouraged, equipped, and empowered to do all that Jesus is calling us to. Thanks again for joining us in the Bible today.